0: Welcome to Andy Brothers, Once a Week Lunchtime Podcast. I'm Rutt. I'm Jason. <clears throat> I guess that's it for this week. Yeah? it's <laughs> a good one. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, you can catch us...
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to see how far you were going to take that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, one time me and Kane took the joke so far on that, that we actually signed out, and then he looked at me, and he was like, he, like, he gave me the dead look. And he was like, your move, motherfucker. And I reached over <laughs> and I turned off the podcast. <laughs> I, I hit stop recording. <laughs> and then what did you guys do? We just started over. No. <laughs> I like, Should have Posted that. That'd be great. We still have it somewhere. I, I, I think we always meant to post it. but um, So last night, like we always do, um, before we record, uh, we, we played our weekly night of, of Dota. And I know what you're thinking, listener. You're sick of hearing about Dota. <laughs> But uh, bear with us. That's because you haven't played the game. Yeah, that's true. true. But bear with us. We're not going to talk about it long. Just to say that uh, we had one game where we had to investigate the deeper mechanics of the game to figure out what happened. And I'll admit, I could be wrong. I stand by that I don't think I am. But, uh... I don't know. Okay, so I didn't see happened. any other here's any of happened. his other illusions. We had a Bane on our team, yeah, against a Ricky. Against a Ricky, Bane alts a Ricky, looking. Who was, was invisible? We planted a sentry yeah, ward. Threw a sentry down. Saw Ricky and Viz. Bane alts him. We jump him with like everything we got, and then, and then I don't know, he's not there anymore. Yeah, and. Then we get tore up by Ricky. <laughs> yeah, Ricky just like... End team Annihilates like, us, basically. Like, yeah, we pretty much bet everything on taking him out of the fight. So either two things happened. Either one, Bane ulted a Ricky illusion, and we went to town on it. <laughs> or two, Bane ulted Ricky and let go of his alt or got disrupted somehow, and then Ricky blinked away. Which I think that's what happened. I don't know. I th- are we... I don't know. Either way, it sounds like Bane fucked up. I, I don't really care to watch the replay, but maybe I should later. Was I Undying? That was a game we lost. Was yeah. Yeah. Pretty bad game. We didn't Sucks, have... dude. I had I had such a fast agonims. it was stupid. So he didn't have Mantis style, And what's weird is I saw him pick up the Bounty Rune top. Because I went up there to grab it, and he picked it up. So if he had an illusion, he had to have like run all the way bottom, picked up illusion rune. And then went back. And that's what I'm saying, like what are the odds too that it was an illusion? Dang it, I don't have Dota Buff Plus anymore. I could see like what runes he picked up that game. Oh I don't know if it would tell me like which one spawned at that time, but I mean dude, look at that oh, graph. Look yeah. at that graph. We had advantage for twenty two minutes. That oh, was huge. I was huge, I'm telling you, dude. I had such good farm that game. Yeah, well, the people on our team were so bad. That was, like, the worst enigma. Like, Let me rephrase. I had such good farm for the first 20 minutes of that game. Mm-hmm. I tapered out hard, dude. I, I mean, I guess... Here's the problem, listener. I was Razor, and I was the only... carry esque <laughs> hero. Now... You know, I think that between Lesh and Undying and Razor, we had enough like you know semi carry like early game ability to carry the game hard. But the idea we had this team, and the idea was that we were going to focus on team fighting. We had a Bane and a Dying, a Razor, a Leshrak, and an Enigma. Doesn't sound that big of a team, but the team fight potential is huge. I mean, we have such huge team Good fight. disable. Good like three stuns. Good AoE good, stuff. Really good AoE. Bane's the only one there without AoE. And then you want to talk about damage. You know, it's like, between your decay and my static link, like, we could just, you know, just destroy if we wanted to. I mean... Many people, too, right? People doesn't, like, take uh, I mean? doesn't take damage. Brain sap, I mean? Brain sap doesn't take I thought you one mean, it's of those things like took strength or something. And Feeble like. takes away damage, but it doesn't oh. give it to you. Okay, yeah, yeah. That'd be crazy. It takes away like 120 damage at maximum. Oh, level. I thought you were bringing up um, damage reduction. No, I just meant like, like we I'm can hit hard. You're taking damage and he's taking damage. Well, you take the strength that goes to you and it yeah. goes into your damage. Yeah. That's what I... That's all I meant was that, you know, depending on the build that you... I mean, if you had agonims as well and you hit five of them, then you're getting 50 damage. <laughs> like, yeah, like... From one decay, and you can do that every four seconds. It's just ridiculous. <clears throat> but yeah, so their team was Omni, Ricky, Keeper of the Light, Clockwork, Clockwork and Sniper. sniper. And yeah, New. Yeah, we After just couldn't. We couldn't. We just couldn't do anything, and we never team fought. You know, that was what I kept saying. Like our team is that—that's sort of the problem with having such a, a specific, spe, uh, specialized team. Yeah, you got to use it. Like, we should have had the mech early. I mean, we should have had that mech at 12, 15 minutes. Yeah. Enigma going Midas was so dumb. Yeah. Because realistically, he should have just went, he should uh-huh. have just went, like, arc boots, mechanism, blink dagger, and then, like, BKB or something. That's what he had, except for he got Midas first. Which the game wasn't even long enough for a Midas. Yeah. I don't understand supports doing that shit. Like... Yeah. And then he was like, what should I spend money on? And then he was like, we don't have any vision or something. Like, yeah. He never bought words. No, he, he never didn't. bought words. And then someone shit all over Lishrak and it's like, he did better than you. Like, I know, look, I guess he didn't have that main Well, that was Bane. Bane shit on him, I think. I was like, Bane had zero terrible. kills. <laughs> well, he shouldn't be eating the kills anyway, but yeah. He was solo land <laughs> and he had 21 last hits. Yeah, he was mid, or no. He was solo he was off solo land. land. Oh, God. 21 lost hits for the whole game? He was terrible. That's why I'm saying I'm not surprised if he did cancel his ult. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to have to look at the replay. Dude, look at that shit. And he was building a mechanism, too. What an idiot. What the hell? (laughs) Yeah, he was was about to have his... Dude, click on his... Click on Bane. Yeah, he's not anonymous. Brian... Four hundred matches played. No wonder, dude. You normally plays support though, Shadow Shaman, Ancient Apparition, Witch Doctor. You say he never played Bane though. That's understandable, yeah. but still, then you should know. There's just ah, uh, it's. I don't understand. You know, to me, I think that's one of the number one things missing from people who can't step up their Dota game is that they don't understand the tiny numbers. They don't think about the tiny numbers, right? You don't get Midas because it doesn't pay off for 30 minutes. Like, it's going to take 25 or 30 minutes for you to use that Midas enough times that it pays for itself. Right. I mean, you get experience out of it, sort of. Like, is that factoring in all the other benefits? Like, you get experience from it? I'm not factoring up. in the experience or the attack speed. In the attack speed. Your okay. farm is going to go up. Yeah, just farm. Okay. Your farm is going to increase. For sure. Just because you're attack speed, like you're going to be taking creeps faster, yeah. you're going to be doing all that, you're going to get the experience, you're going to get the gold. But that aside, it takes 25 or 30 minutes for it to pay for itself. Yeah. Man, that's why you don't get it yeah. on certain heroes. Enigma is understandable. I have like I, get, I think it, yeah. there's a few times where it's okay. This was not one of those I games. I can see him thinking that because there were two other supports in the game and he's like, okay. I'm gonna jungle. I'll be like kind of that. And to be fair, he had good farm, but, but so we didn't have time. a late game against Ricky Sniper. You no. don't, you don't build for late game. No, he should have just went straight. We, that's what I was saying at the beginning. We go straight death ball, five man early. We just rip apart the team fights and we take towers as hard and fast as possible. But it's, nobody plays Dota like that at this level. That's what I hate about being, you know, like I'm not saying I'm the best Dota player, but I feel like I have such a a grasp on like certain like little minutias, that it's stupid when people play the same game of dota over and over and over you know you know two top one mid two bottom <laughs> you know and then they don't stop laning until everybody's it has their ult and you know shit's happening and oh well i'm the carry so i don't have to buy any utility or support items i just get damage and stuff and it's like okay there's three fucking carries on the team like, not all of you are one-slotted. Not all of you are, you know what I mean? Like, you gotta figure it out. I definitely like this era of Dota that we're in, where you see, like, there's less of carry roles now, and there's more, like, what they call core heroes, which I like. I like that. I like seeing that you can have big heroes in it. Like, like the one game with Wraith King and Ursa, and they were both sort of, like, support heroes you know what i mean like i like being able to see that sort of flexibility but it takes ingenuity it took you know somebody devising that for themselves in a pro game before people thought about it which is fine but but yeah nobody thinks about the numbers like i like that Bloodseeker in that game that we played against it was like 20 or 25 minutes when he bought that shadow blade what was the purpose of that yeah <laughs> it doesn't serve any purpose at that point i can understand getting shadow blade on a Bloodseeker, especially now because silver edge Silver Edge redeems Shadowblade. Shadowblade alone is worthless for certain heroes like Bloodseeker. Like I guess it's funny because at this level, like, yeah, Shadowblade used right will destroy people. But he didn't use it right. Yeah. He could have got that was a Skullbasher. He could have got a Skullbasher and killed me so many times. I'm just gonna rupture this guy alone. It's like, alright, I'm just gonna TP out. <laughs> yeah gg like <laughs> if you don't have something for that then why are you you know what i mean i know he would rupture me like after i was already big yeah, and i'm like what just, does this do it's just kind of tickles yeah and even if i die i've still got my alt you know because i'm fucking skeleton game yeah, yeah he was bad but that but that's the thing though it's like bad players get those bad items like well yeah w- was that uh no that was, that was normal or all pick yeah gonna say maybe he was a single draft see if he out. was um they, that was the game of your wreath king right yeah yeah because <clears throat> i just load i just load builds of course on he's anonymous. there's certain heroes i load builds on especially if i'm comfortable with them like they're if i'm comfortable with that build but there's heroes that i don't have builds on at all because it's just like everything that i've seen on the builds is just trashy or Or there's just a certain way that I like to do it that works really well for me. Well, yeah, if I know the hero, I do my own thing. Yeah, make my own, or I just know what I'm gonna get. But that's what I'm saying. Like people who blindly follow the builds. Like we won this, and you did really well on Wraith King, but like some of those items that you got were like what? Like Shadowblade. Like I just don't understand that. Oh no, I only had that because I had yeah the sage. I had the sage because my build told me to get a sage, which it wanted me to turn into Heaven's Halberd, which actually. I would have done in this game against Bloodseeker to, like, shut right. him down, but I didn't need that. And it was like, what can I buy? Oh, we were in their base, and I was like, what can I buy from their base? <laughs> okay, that, that's understandable, I suppose. Like, we were tearing it down. I was like, I have, like, 6,000 gold. I just need to spend money, and I don't have slots. So I was like, okay, fine. I, I guess, turn this into realistically, like, I can't really fault anything in this build because BKB is good, you know, but but still, like, I saw it the way that you were doing it, and every time I looked, I'm like, what are you building? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I just didn't understand You're it. like, oh, okay, you're going this, right? And I'm like, nah, I'm getting treads first. And you're like, oh, okay. And no, then you're like, why do funny. you have... Oh, then I got armlets. That was normal. Armlets, what I always start with. Yeah. I mean, I get treads too. I should, because of that helmet. Especially randing, randing, randoming into him. Yeah, that helmet's <laughs> so good, dude. The well, I had a build, Aaron like, preloaded, right? Because I had played him... Well, the last time I played him was over two years ago. So yeah, I know, I build, know. I don't know, it must have sat there for two years. I should have told you. And then I was like, oh, why am I buying items off should this should have build? followed my build, man. Because it had me get Just tangos, stun and crit, stun and crit. And a potion, and like some tree, like a stick, a wand. And I was like, why do I need all this stuff? Level one, stun. Level two, crit. Level three, stun. Level four, crit. Level oh. five, stun. Level six, old. Dude. Level seven, <laughs> stun. <laughs> <laughs> no. So I had loaded the new build, right, which had me get wanted me to get little different items. So I was like, "Well, that sucks," and then it also had me get different skills. It had me get, and I followed it blindly. Stats, stats. at level four. <laughs> no, that's okay. That's okay. I just don't get stats on him because I think the crit is better, and I think I by didn't the... get crit. No, I know, oh. but I'm saying I think I, didn't get I think level eight. two crit is better, like the second level crit is oh. better than stats. But. That I, I used to go. I used to go stun stats, stun stats, stun stats. Oh. Okay. Um, but I like having the crit because I play really aggressive on Wraith King. Sometimes I'll even get one level in Vamp Aura really early. But if especially if I get the farm enough and then I can just like move between the jungle and the lane. Yeah. <clears throat> but um. God, yeah, he's a ridiculous hero, dude. I mean. Yeah, I built that differently because I had that ring of health early, so I thought like I'll just let them peck at me. <laughs> Okay. I went so desolate the first. dispersion. Yeah, I went dispersion first, which because sometimes I it's fine. Yeah, I had the a lane. I had the ring of health first. That's why I got it, but ring then they just destroyed dispersion. me. So, dude, I know it was like, yeah, God, that game was like it was ten to one. I was like, what are you guys doing down there? And like our top, <laughs> nobody was doing anything because it was you know Wraith King and uh, Bristleback yeah. against. Beastmaster. you want to know now, how that Hawk bristleback is the dumbest uck. person you've no. ever seen in your life because you bought orb venom what a dummy like pe- I, people do that and i see that and it's like okay but you know but you know what i feel like is the best either you go straight tank on bristleback and you go like you get vanguard hood of defiance crimson guard hype <laughs> you know with your boots and shit like that but i think bristleback is much better he i think I build Bristleback almost the same way I build Wraith King, actually. <laughs> Desolator <laughs> AC. Like, it's just brutal, dude. Plus, your snot, they can't do anything. You just drain their armor, and then you just club them to death. Mm-hmm. People always shit on the Desolator on Bristleback, but it's brutal. But then again, it's like I learned a lot of my carry builds from Vince, and now that I'm thinking about it, I think most of my carry builds are Desolator AC. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, it's so good, it, it is. Like that's that the armor, armor swing. Like oh gosh, it, it, double armor stacking. Yeah. Stuff. Anyway, let's not talk about Dota the whole time. So, a few days away from National Novel Writing Month, Jason. I've been getting emails from. I am certainly not going to have time. So. <laughs> mm. That's the key, though. You don't need to have time. Nobody expects you to finish a novel. Yeah, I know. Just the time for everybody to get together and celebrate writing, and maybe do some writing. I don't know. I've always thought it's a good place for people to start, especially if they have an interest in writing and they have an interest in, like, you know, that whole sort of thing. The way I see Nano is uh, um, basically as, like. A month for people to have an excuse to write, even though they don't need one.
1: You yeah. know what I
0: mean? Like, there's a lot of there's a lot of like try hard writers who are just like, finally, National Novel Writing Month. Now I can finish that novel I was going to work on. Those are the people that aren't going to finish. But the people who write all the time, or at least have a real desire to, it's basically you know what I mean. It's just another excuse for you to write. It's an excuse to be like, oh, you know, because you can always put it off. Like, shit, I haven't wrote anything. Yeah, I was looking at, like, yeah, I had, like, I had like 60 pages of a story that I started for my first NaNoWriMo. And over the course of a few years, I built it up to, like, 60 or 70 pages or something like that. It's like, well, I don't know, actually. I think I have, like, 50,000. I don't know. I think I do 50,000 words or so. But that's over the course of a few years. But I was looking at that, and it's like, oh, shit, I haven't written anything on that in a year. But I think about it all the time. Yeah. I think about that story all the time. But then, and I feel like that's the trap is like I just spend more time thinking about it than I do spend writing on it. Yeah. And if I spend as much time thinking about or writing on it as I do thinking about it, then I would have it finished by now, you know. <clears throat> Even if it's trash, that's the whole point of writing. It's like yeah, just do you just writes. you just finish it, and if it's trash, it's trash. Maybe you just scrap the ideas and you take what you liked from it and you start over and you write the next one. Yeah. Like there's almost no writer out there that got published without having shit out there but they was completed shit you know what I mean you gotta got to learn to finish it that's sort of why I like NaNoWriMo though, is because it's uh, it's just that added excuse to be like alright I'm just gonna do this now everyone else is doing it and it's kind of cool to go on the forums and read and talk to people that are also doing it yeah I guess I could try to I yeah. mean lower your word count goal the goal to win NaNoWriMo is 50,000 words but you can lower your personal goal yeah I mean, to get fifty thousand words, you have to write you have to write sixteen hundred uh, seventy words a day. You can certainly do more or less. Write a thousand words a day. That's nothing. Write one page a day. Two hundred and fifty words double spaced a day. If you wrote two hundred and fifty words double spaced a day, you will have a three hundred and sixty five page book by the end of the year. Yeah, and two hundred and fifty words is not long. It's like two paragraphs. <laughs> it really is. Like if you really break it down, it's like. It's like two or three paragraphs that are long. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, maybe I will. Something to think about. Got about a week to brainstorm. The whole idea of nano remo is you always start fresh, though, with a new idea. Yeah, I don't want to start fresh, though, dude. You should maybe. take take something that you like. See, I have a whole, I have like a whole like scrapbook, like like a folder of just like it's like a physical folder, like a manila folder, filled with like scraps of ideas that I've had like paragraphs written or uh, like just notes written on an idea I've had. And I have like, I have literally like a hundred ideas in there, of like, or even just like facets of things. Like uh, for example, I wrote a short story. I wrote a short story a long time ago that was based on an episode of Cowboy Bebop, but had nothing to do with Cowboy Bebop. You see Cowboy Bebop, right? You know, the episode, yeah. you know, do you remember the episode and it's, it's uh, kind of like, reminiscent of like a horror movie where they're on the ship and like the camera angles are from this thing like crawling around behind things on oh, the yeah, shelf that, and it, yeah that, was it like a worm thing or something it, I was, I their, it was their their so. food their fridge was so gross oh, that yeah. the food in the fridge came alive <laughs> that's right yeah i do <laughs> like that. it was like a gross fridge thing and they open up the fridge and they're like uh gross like who's good? <laughs> well that's it. i got that idea like but i was thinking like Wouldn't it be funny to have a, you know, like a wizard who, like, he you know, because wizards are, like, messy people, I think. At least the wizards in my mind. And and I was like, wouldn't it be cool, like, because he has all these magical ingredients and he's, like, a mess maker and all this stuff. Like, if his shit came alive, (laughs) you know, and he had to, like, fight it or something. Or, like, he was killed by it. So I wrote, like, a little, like, little comedy, uh, like, a humor humorous story about it it's like one of my better short stories i think but that all came from a cowboy bebop episode or or like i really i really always liked the idea of like the uh, bombing mission at the beginning of final fantasy 7 oh yeah and so i always i like took you know or I, so i've like tried to write stuff like based off that idea like you know these like not a bombing mission really, but i get it but you just take these like little facets of things and you spin them. In. But it's fun to just like run with something brand new that you have no you you hold nothing dear to it. You know what I mean? You have no dogs in the fight with it. You're like, oh, I just came up with this idea right now, so I'm just going to run with it as fast and hard as possible. And if it's shit, it's shit. It doesn't bother me. But yeah. maybe you get something nice out of it. You know what I mean? Right. And that's always I I always find that's the way I get the most written is when I have a fresh idea that's. That I have no attachment yeah, to. Yeah, I can see that, because there's a lot to develop on, and you're not worried about tarnishing anything. I mean, I have, like, whatever, like, 70 pages written of this story that I've been working on since my first Na- NaNoWriMo in 2011. And because I hold it so dear to my heart, like, everything has to just be so perfect, and I don't get anything done on it.
1: You yeah, what I
0: mean? but I feel like... I feel like if it takes a month, and you write five more pages on that, Compared to using that month to write, even you know, like twenty pages on something else, like I think the the quality or the time is better spent on on the other project. So you get towards trying to complete something as opposed to having a hundred things. But I guess it then it depends on why you're writing. Are you writing for the self satisfaction of writing, or are you writing because you want to write the most perfect story? Well, I don't, I don't think it needs to be most perfect, but I think it's nice to complete things. I definitely agree with the idea that you know, a day spent writing five quality words is better spent than a day writing five thousand shitty words. Yeah, you know what I'm what I mean. Like yeah. some, like sometimes just having the perfect turn of phrase is important or having just the perfect way to articulate an idea is important because when you're writing, you have the time to articulate or think of an idea that you've had and put it down in just the perfect way. When you're talking to people, you put your foot in your mouth because you're just trying to say the idea you're thinking of and it's like, "Ah, you have, you didn't take the time to formulate it. You didn't take the time to, you know, rough draft it and all that sort of stuff but sometimes it is it is hard to get that perfect turn mm. of phrase you know what yeah. i mean just the, just a you know it's always weird though because so like i said i have this you know i have this huge story the 70 page thing and it stemmed from this idea i combined a few ideas hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy meets uh like dark tower like stephen king's dark tower meets uh, i don't know can't think of it but it's basically like hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy meets stephen king's dark tower like I said, I have quite a bit written on it. And when I go back and read some of it, I'm like, oof. Like, this is a day I was just trying to push word count. Like, uh, yeah. And then there some paragraphs I'll read and I'll be like, did I write that? I'm like, oh my God. Like, where did that come from? Like, there's a lot of things where I'll go back and reread it and I'll be like, there's no way I wrote this.
1: <laughs> but it's,
0: pro- it's probably like 80% of it, though, is like, oh, there's a day I was pushing word count. Like, yep. Holy crap, that's shit. <laughs> it's like, it's like just for the sake of like moving plot or like yeah. <laughs> moving the story. Right. And that's important to do. Like just kind of getting those like free rights out and knowing that you need to go back and edit later. You know what I found helped la- for last year's NaNoWriMo that I did? What I found helped my, my word count, but also my quality of writing was I would write and cause this is a, this is a long, pro- this is a big problem for me. I have a tendency to overdo scenes where an organic scene will come up, the scene will happen, but for whatever reason, I keep writing the scene. It's like the climax of the scene already happened, the resolution of the scene already happened. Now I should go to to the sequel of the scene, which is generally like the scene is the peak and the sequel is like the valley where people are regaining their breath or or trying to react to what happened. You know what I mean? Like think Dresden Files. I think you have an action scene and then you got the downtime. Did you read? Uh, Skin game? Yeah. Think about it. The jobs were the scenes, then between right, when was back of the, back of the back warehouse, warehouse and stuff, yeah. that was a sequel. Or scene sequel. Up. yeah What? Or getting patched up talking to Michael and stuff. Yeah. Exactly. Scene sequel format. My <laughs> problem is that I write the scene and then I'm like, but the scene's not done. And then and then it feels like it feels really crappy. And like stuff that nobody cares about is happening in words. And people are reading this and like, I quit caring about this four or five paragraphs ago. Like, why is this still happening? So what and I do... it also just kind of maybe feels like you're sprinting and sprinting. and Well, it feels more drawn out. Like, there's not a place to catch your breath there. Because I just have this huge crazy thing happen and now I'm having... Like, I didn't... I didn't move to something that's happening that's people reacting to what just happened or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I don't have the sequel. It's just like, the scene ends but it keeps going, <laughs> if that makes sense. Uh, like, for example, like if I, if I was writing Dresden Files, I would be writing, you know, Dresden did the this part of the mission, and, and then he walked back to the warehouse. And as he's walking, he was looking at the cracks in the sidewalk and thinking about the job he just did. And, wow, that was scary, Harry thought. Huh, I wonder what other jobs he has in store. Man, this is a really long walk back to the warehouse, when in reality, he does the job, and then it could just be, back of the warehouse, you know. Okay. I kind of see what does you're Does that saying. make more sense? Yeah. I found what really helped this problem for me was, because when I'm doing that, I'm trying too hard. So last year for my NaNoWriMo, I blew all my word, my, uh, word count goals out of the window, because I would write, I would write, 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 and I would, I wrote a lot more faster paced stuff and I switched between a lot of point of view characters. I switched between like nine or 10 point of view characters huh. and had, I had a lot of short scenes, but, um, I was able to like weave a much more like intricate story and like move between all the exciting stuff that was happening to each character rather than like, having exciting things happening to one character and then having to deal with like all the boring stuff. Not that anything that Dresden dealt with in those books was boring
1: because it wasn't.
0: It was all exciting stuff. But I just mean the problem was is that I was turning things boring because I didn't know how to do that with one character. So I would just write, 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 write. And then I would sort of write the scene. And as soon as I got bored with it or if I couldn't think of what to do next, I'd go to a different scene and I would come back and finish that one later. And that was super easy to do in Scrivener where you can just like, you can have all of your scenes as like little files that you can drag and drop and move between each other, and then go back to that one, finish it, go to the next one, finish it. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, you, I've shown you that.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was like really easy to do. It's like right, 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 right. Uh, what's happening next? I don't know. Let's just move to the next character, and right, 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 right. Let's move to the next character. Right, 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 right. Oh, that could have happened back in this scene. Keep go back to that one, and then go to the next one, and like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was able to just like keep writing, keep writing. I think it was like one day I wrote like 15,000 words. <laughs> yeah. And it was fun the whole time. It was just like really fun to do. Mostly, I didn't plot anything. I had like this one idea. And that's what I mean, where you just take that one idea, that one like little seed, and you just free write it. Yeah. yeah. I don't even know what idea I'm going to do this year, but I'm definitely going to try it. I have a lot more time than I had last year. Oh yeah, I've got a lot less. I've really got to start preparing for my final exam. Yeah. Well, you have a lot of shit on your plate, so I definitely don't blame you, but there are people who have finished Anorima with less time than you have. Not saying you should finish it, but maybe you set your goal to 10,000 words for the month. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I could take my laptop or something or into bed and, like, in bed, you know, work on that instead of, play on my phone or something because it's not like I, d- I don't do homework at home anyway yeah so any of that stuff i'm deliberately doing down at the school library the school, yeah you're kind of like me in that sense i just can't get anything done at home yeah yeah because i'm just like even if i'm if i'm in the living room i'm like oh, okay. yeah time to play the age of decadence while watching doctor who <laughs> yeah it's like impossible even like when i went to school like Actually, it wasn't working too bad. I got into a, into a rhythm. I had to go down there to do this uh, project, and I was down there from, like, 10 a.m. Like to, like, 6 p.m. or 7 oh, yeah. p.m., yeah, and uh, I was like, dear God, so every um, hour, I kind of told myself I'll take, like, a five-minute break, yeah. pull out my phone, play one game of Hearthstone, then turn it back off and get back to working." and yeah. that, that worked out pretty well for me. Yeah. That's the best way to do it. If you ever, there's a there's a a a, a practice called and I don't know I can't remember what it's called, but it's basically it has a name to it. But when you're doing anything that you need to be productive for, be it work or be it um, or just like chores at home, you set a timer for like forty minutes, or maybe it's twenty minutes. You set the timer for twenty minutes, then you take a five or ten minute break, and then set the timer for twenty minutes and take a five or ten minute break, and you just do that, you know. Or you set it for 40 minutes and you take a 20-minute break, or 45 minutes and 15-minute break. But you always have that like break to look forward to yeah. without this, like, uh, I want to do other things. And it's like, no, I'll just do that during my break. And it's like, you just blast through what you need to do. Yeah. Yeah, it was really effective. I did that during, uh, I did that at work one day, too. They say, yeah. It worked out pretty well. They say since the advent of Facebook that a lot of workers have actually become more productive. Huh. Isn't that weird? Like, they say a lot of office work has gotten more productive because people can take a quick little break at the computer check their facebook kind of recenter themselves yeah a lot of people take it too far and they don't get off facebook or they don't get off the internet in general yeah but um but i read some numbers on that and i was like wow that's not what any employer would have you believe but apparently it's it's pretty true like most worker, because otherwise they're just daydreaming about like what their friends are doing or Wishing yeah. they weren't at work. Or are sitting here being like, oh, is it five yet? Oh, is it five? Is it lunch? Like, let's yeah. go. Like, yeah, you need, like, shorter things to break up your day, shorter things to look forward to. You can't just work five days a week just looking forward to the weekend and five o'clock every day. Yeah. It's not enough. And um, before we finish up writing, talking about the writing stuff, I just wanted to say, too, I don't know, I, I think you... We, me and you have already talked about this, and it doesn't really work for you. But part of the way I did so well last year too was I hand-wrote a lot of stuff. Oh, yeah. Anytime I didn't have my laptop, I carried a notebook around with me, and I would just handwrite things, and then like later transcribe it to my computer, and be able to like tighten down the words and everything, and tighten down the you know the phrasing and stuff like that. But that was really helpful too. It was like, oh, I'm just sitting here with nothing to do, like at a certain place. You know, it's like, oh, I'm just waiting okay, pull out notebook and just do, 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 do you know. Yeah. Down. That might work for a few notes, but I certainly wouldn't handwrite a whole bunch of stuff. I hate handwriting things. I just scribble, because yeah. I hate doing it, and then I can't read my own writing later. I <laughs> scribbled it out. Maybe you should so work on not scribbling. I think it's possible to write quickly <laughs> and not scribble. I'm just lazy. <laughs> like, I had to write some notes for school before I got my laptop, and I was like, oh, this sucks. And <laughs> since I got my laptop, I'm like, here we go, I'll type notes all day. It's... Note writing is my favorite writing to do. Uh, I don't like writing long, like long form by hand, but I, I, uh, I really like writing notes. I did want to do, uh, like do like a, do like voice work. memos. Yeah. I was kind of trying to do that. I was trying to get an app, you know, a few years ago when I was commuting up for school. And I was trying to, to do voice memos in the car while I was driving because I would think of something. And I was like, crap, I'm driving. Thought of a good idea. So yeah, uh, I had all those different voicemail apps. couldn't really ever find a good one. But now I don't really have like a time where I could be sitting there talking to myself. Yeah, you're I'm not really right. driving that far anymore. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, food for that, food for that. I mean I know the only reason I even brought it up is because I know that, you know, you like writing. You have that idea you've been working on. So yeah made a little progress on it i like but. to i like to encourage people during NanoRiMo if they, it's something that they're interested in doing just try it out there's a lot of groups that meet in person uh or you can just go and read the forums for help and stuff like that i mean uh, i don't know it to me it's like if somebody loves writing i always encourage them to do it more i try to i try to steer them away from the excuse making and stuff uh my roommate i remember i don't know if it was last year no it couldn't have been last year but it must the year before probably I was like, "Dude, you doing Nano And he was like, "He's like, dude, I'm going to school and working. I don't have time for that." And part of me was like, "Dude, you're just going to fucking Jamaica." Yeah. And working a shitty part time job, like shut the fuck up. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? Know. Like I remember thinking you know. that too because I was like, uh, "I wish that was all I was doing." <laughs> yeah, I, and that's the thing. Like, but you're right. I mean, like I, I've set aside time for Dota. So you're definitely not an excuse maker. I've set a, no, I've set aside time for magic. You so. you always find time to do the things you like. You're not an excuse maker. I mean, I, I remember I remember back in the day, even when you just had one kid, you know, I, I remember Charlie one time was like, Jason's a warlock. I was like, what? <laughs> and he goes, dude, he has time to play Dota. He has time to go to school. <laughs> he has time to work, like, and still, like, you know, spend time with his family. Like, what the heck is happening? That's <sighs> probably because my family would want to spend more time with me. Yeah. But it's usually, like, nighttime when I was doing some of that other stuff. But yeah, but that's what I mean. Like most people would get done with all that stuff and they're like, I'm tired. I'm just going to sit in front of the TV and just like rot their brains out watching the TV, you know? Yeah. That's like what Cody would do all the time. He'd get off work. And I understand because he had a job where he was on his feet all the time. It's like, I had a job where I had to do that for a week where I had to literally stand for eight hours a day and I'd come home and take a nap literally immediately after work. (laughs) Dude, not me. When I used to work at Goodwill, I was on my feet for eight hours.
1: Yeah. You were also a
0: freaking champ. Right around that time. Yeah. <laughs> I'd get off work, I'd come home and I'd play video games for like eight hours. Yeah. Well, that's what I would do too, but... Well, I took a nap for that one, but... You were more in shape than I was. What? Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah. I was not. I lost like 20 pounds working there. Yeah, but you were still in more better shape than I was. And maybe your first week was as rough as my one week, okay? Okay. <laughs> And then after your week, you're like, oh, this is easy. Maybe that's the trick. But, uh, yeah. You're just motivated to play games. Yeah, I am too. That's why I always, you know, it's like, I'll be up to like 2 o'clock in the morning playing games sometimes. And then wake I, know, up at six I wanted to work. play Decadence last night <laughs> when you were talking about it. I was like, oh, I should play, I should play. You should have. I don't have school tomorrow. I went at la- work. I went laid in bed for, mm-hmm. I went and laid in bed for like 50 minutes or something like that and watched a bunch of Adventure Time in bed. And then I was like, oh, I'm not tired. Uh, so I went out and played Age of Decadence for a few hours. I went and took a melatonin, and then I was still awake until 1.30. Yeah. Playing on my phone. Till my phone battery was beeping at me. and <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I should probably go to sleep. Oh, well, actually, the only reason I ended up turning it off, because I was playing Hearthstone in bed, the only reason I actually ended up turning it off is because uh, it crashed on me while I was trying... Or no, it didn't crash. It like had some weird glitch, and I was trying to make a new deck. And I was like, uh, I gotta, like... Turn the game off and then go through a reloading thing, and I was gonna do that, and I was like, ah, "I should probably just turn this off." So I went to bed. If that if that wouldn't happened, I would have still kept playing until two probably. Yeah, that's about my normal one thirty to two. So that was with melatonin. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's up with you. You're weird. a cat woke me up at six. I wanted to. I wanted to talk to you earlier, but now that we're getting to the end of this, but uh, about Walking Dead. Oh yeah, you only watched the first episode, but still. Yeah, and I barely had time to finish that one because. Wasn't it great? Yeah, told you. Told I knew it was going to be. Ah, I heard you did so You, had, about you it. had no idea. I just don't really have. I hardly have time for Arrow. <coughs> <laughs> did you watch that? You watched the first episode of Arrow, or did you watch both? I'm caught up. Yeah, I'm up to date. There was one last night too. Um, I watched it. Did you? Uh, wait, last night? Yeah, there was oh, a new no. episode last Played night. I do Last night, yeah. Uh, I I've only watched the first episode, and in my mind, I was like, this is like. One Of the worst things I've ever seen in my life, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I might, you know, uh, and I wish there was a better way, I wish I could just shout this to the world. But the thing that made the first season so great was the physicality of the show Stephen Amell jumping off of buildings, doing the parkour stuff. Like in the first episode, he jumps down between the, the grates, and he likes as he's chasing the guy, mm-hmm. and he has these cool parkour jumps, and he does <laughs> all this stuff. And even, like, the first time that you see Roy fight somebody and, yeah. he, like, does the cool flip off the wall and, like, kicks the people and, you know, does all that stuff. That's cool. Yeah. That was cool stuff. Also, Slade Wilson on the island when freaking uh, Oliver steps on the landmine and he's like, be still. And he's like, oh, no, these guys are coming. And he gives him the bag. And then he's like, don't just leave me here. And he, like, puts the mask on. <laughs> And then he just jumps out of the woodwork, and Oliver's like, ah! And he ducks down, and Slade kills all three of those guys in one swing. The show had a physicality of it that set it apart from so many shows. Yeah. It's true. Now it's just like, oh, they swing in, shoot their arrows, fights over. No. This is how low the show's fallen. Stephen Amell also took archery lessons from a world-class archer. His form when you watch him, it's solid. He does he has one of the best archery forms on television, they say. You go through and you watch the real archers in the Olympics. Stephen Emmel's his uh, posture and everything is is right up there with those people. Not that he's I don't think he's a world-class archer or anything, but he can he just has that physicality and that bearing where he makes it look good. You know what I mean? Like you watch uh, what's his name? Uh, Hawkeye the avengers and he's like getting these things going where he's like swinging his hand back and Uh that's not how you do it watch in the first episode i couldn't stop laughing when thea was shooting her bow and she like could barely like it looked like she could barely like hold it straight and her like posture was all off yet she's like nailing people with the arrows and i'm like what is happening like this is the dumbest thing i've ever seen and same with Laurel. When Laurel fights people, oh gosh. like what on earth about? It's so out of character. I don't understand. Sad, like, yeah, they shouldn't have. What I don't understand is how Katie Lots, the girl who played her sister, she made fighting look badass. Yeah, she was good. Laurel looks like shit. Yeah. She looks preposterous. She should be getting the shit kicked out of her. Yeah. Like. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the other thing. Like when Diggle fought. I love, one of my favorite scenes in season one is when he corners uh, Floyd Lawton in the staircase. Remember that episode? And they are going to take down Deadshot and he shoots all these people and then Dig has no idea where Oliver is and he traces him down into the, into the stairwell and then they fight for a second and Diggle like pops him in the face and he gets all these things and then he gets him around the neck and he's like wringing on his neck and then the guy pulls out the gun and he gets him on his knees. You remember that? No. Dude, go back and rewatch some of season one. This show is so good in the first season. Yeah. The second season, it's still good, but it gets a little weaker. Third season was trash. It was trash. Yeah. yeah. Well, the it's the past yeah. scenes, too, I think, play a big part. Because the worse. first two seasons had good stuff on the island happening. Yeah. Hong Kong was kind of cool. It was all right. Yeah. But uh, I like past- that, that they're putting him back on the island the flashbacks uh, for the current season what's crazy to me is we're almost to that point because i remember thinking in season one i was like oh my god like the flashbacks were the most interesting part to me plus it was cool because it because it was a it was a dual layered like uh it was a dual layered um origin story right you know what i mean like that's why we like superhero movies everyone likes the origin stories nobody likes The, I'm already an established superhero stuff. Like, that's why Iron Man 2 was shit. Iron Man 1 was awesome. Spider-Man 1, awesome. X-Men, awesome. You know what I mean? Batman Begins, awesome. Although the Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises were fine. But like, Batman Begins, dude, everybody loves origin stories for superheroes. Um, But what about Star Wars? Origin story, dude. Luke Skywalker. Origin of the New Jedi Order. I guess his origin doesn't really start until number five, right? Number four, he's just like a kid. Forever. but that's his and origin five, story i'm saying yeah, i'm the, saying, I'm five saying as a whole five, four five and six are the same uh, movie I see what you're saying. it's that, a one story. story yeah <laughs> come on dude like in order for him to be to be you know complete his training he has to you know yeah the first two movies are his origin story a boy taken out of his you know element thrown into this world of Farmer. adventure yeah <laughs> it's literally the <laughs> hero's other. journey yeah uh then he, you know, is formally trained in the second one, and then faces Darth Vader. And then he steps into a world where he's the man in the third one. Yeah. I mean, he's, he is, like, full-fledged at that point. At least in my mind, you know? Yeah. I mean, he he walked into Jabba's palace and freaking... Dude, I know. That's like, one of my favorites. God, I, I know. It's the best, dude. I watched that the other day. Oh, so good. So good. Did you see the new trailer for Star Wars? Yeah. Yeah, of course he did. Anyway, let's not talk about that. Let's talk about yeah, we do not time for that. Uh, <laughs> But uh, but that but that's what I mean. Like we all love origin stories, and uh, and where was I going with that? Oh, but that's why season one was so great. You get the origin of the Arrow, the origin story like of him returning to his city, and it's the first time anybody's like, oh, the Arrow, like yeah. so cool. But then you have the origin story, yeah. and it's not even just like a snippet of Bruce Wayne fighting on the ice and taking flowers and fighting ninjas. No, it's a whole season of him going through all this shit and meeting this guy and becoming friends with him and fighting people. Yeah. Like, and he's shit the whole time. He's not even good until, like, the last, like, four episodes. Yeah. And then he starts to hold his own. But even then, he's trash. You know what I mean? Like... Yeah, and yeah, you don't get any of that. Like, it's in a present day or, like, five years later or whatever when he returns. Like, he doesn't tell any of his family about what's going on, so you only figure it out through these little flashbacks. It's like a half hour show, of flashback, half hour show. Because they broke it up, it's like two shows, yeah. And there was always a few <clears throat> things that always like bummed me out. That, like, I loved that, <laughs> I loved that he was a captain in the Russian mob. Yeah, like, I hate that he gave things, that up. All that, all like that flavor. Yeah, I hate that he gave that up. Yeah, that was awesome when he was in the Russian mob. Like that, I was like, I can't wait to see the payoff for this, and the payoff sucked. Like yeah. in season two, it was shit. Uh um I don't know. And there's a there's a bunch of little things like you know the whole storyline with uh I also hate that just like so cool. it's only been like four years and it's, like PTSD it. is gone. Like he had this like crazy PTSD oh, yeah. shit in the first I forgot season. About that. <laughs> and like now he's fine. He's just fine. Yeah, I did forget about that. Maybe like, he is fine. One of my favorite lines is the cheesiest one, but in season one, when he opens up the club I think it's in season one. And he opens up the club, and he goes to Laurel, and Laurel's dating Tommy. Yeah, yep, yeah. And uh, I hate that they took out Tommy. Like he was Tommy one of the was best one parts. Of the best characters, yeah. Uh, also, I think season one had some of the best sets. Big Burger, uh, CNRI. I really liked the CNRI set. I don't know. It just the world felt more fleshed out. I also liked the Queen Mansion set. Yeah, I liked the mansion. I liked that he was running the company. Like, I think it's dumb that it got turned over to somebody yeah, else. It's and, stupid, like, dude. That it's whole stupid. thing was stupid. And the thing with Roswell Gold, I hate it. I it hate so that dumb. whole story arc. It was so dumb. Dude, I hated the whole like, Slade Wilson was his best friend and he was the big bad of season two. Uh, and then he got reduced to a training exercise for yeah, Thea on the island. And they took him down. Like you want to know, dude, you want to know how they could have made, they could have made. Some characters even more badass, too. Dude, when Slade killed Moira, they should have had Malcolm go and fight Slade. Yeah. That would have been a badass fight. Dude, it would have been awesome. <laughs> like, But instead, they saved they saved bringing Malcolm in to fight Ra's al Ghul, which was dumb. They shouldn't have brought Ra's al Ghul in. No. Where are they going to go now? Oh, Damien Dark. He had magic uh, powers. Big, 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 big. Yeah. So dumb, Yeah, they could have built it up. I'm not done. I want to see the show get better, but it's just the last season and this season feel typically CW. Whereas season one and two feel atypically CW. Like they felt fresh. They they did not fall into the stereotypical CW drama. Well, this next episode's not gonna be. Arrow feels like it's becoming small a lot better. Like Thea's like messed up from getting dipped in that little pool. Oh good. So she's got like That's some cool. rage issues. Oh yeah, I saw her like beating the shit out of that guy and he's like, control and she's like, gee, Okay, yeah. hey, both your parents are dead. Shut up. Ollie. <clears throat> um, but yeah, so Walking Dead though, before we wrap this up. What was your favorite part? Um, <clears throat> the opening, right? When he shoots that little zombie girl. And then you're like um, Favorite part. Dude, I loved that opening scene. I loved it. Um where did that? Where did that fit in? By the way, that was the opening scene. No, no, no. Timeline wise. Oh, just after he uh, he leaves his buddy, he leaves the guy. Oh, have you? Shoot, I've only seen the first episode. Okay, so that happens. Yeah, it's a, a that's standard, that's like m- current time. Then it flashed back to him okay. with that's Shane. That's what I thought because I, I couldn't even remember who was there. Like after watching Dude, the police, I scene love the first two and scenes. The, the police chase and whatnot. I was yeah. like, wait, where did that little? Yeah, it flashes back. Fit in? So that was him. So what happens? Cause that's right, he meets sink, the like, guy. Right, he meets the, the guy, in, guy at the house. Yeah. kid. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. It reminded me of uh... Last of Us. Yeah. yeah. The scene <laughs> with the guy and his brother, and the yeah, brother turns. Both black, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, the brother didn't turn or anything, but. Well, in Last of Us. Yeah. yeah. Um. Anyway, so yeah, I don't know a whole lot. So that well, happened. I a he uh, well, he saw his wife and kid, um, and they're like with some camp. Yeah. He was like kissing some guy so i'm, that, I'm trying to think. that's his partner oh yeah 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 that was his partner yeah it's yeah. shame I, I, I thought i recognized him yeah and i, I remember thinking that well, is not that his partner yeah <laughs> so i'm trying to figure out how much time has passed they haven't they haven't like exactly they don't yet. ever specify oh, okay i mean the flowers, long enough for his beard to grow yeah but not that far not that much and the flowers were half dead mostly dead I mean, I assume he was probably in the hospital for maybe like a month, but then it must have been like a week or two weeks. I would say like probably like a week or two weeks that he went without attention from anybody. Uh-huh. It just seems crazy that when he went in, like no zombies or anything. That's my favorite part about it. I'm so go- Now they're doing this. Uh, what What's that? Uh, the new show that they're doing fear the fear of the walking dead or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the that's the story of how the world fell into uh, the zombie apocalypse. Right. My favorite thing about walking dead is that they're just like fuck that. Like fuck the typical like <laughs> zombie apocalypse movie. No. You wake up, you're in the zombie apocalypse. Yeah, no no like, story. I got that. Yeah. That was cool, but I yeah. wish he was like, I don't know, in and more of like a coma and you didn't know. It could have been years, you know. Which it could have been. You don't know. You, the don't know. you don't flowers. You don't know how fear. You don't know there's a famous theory out there that he died and they just woke up in hell I don't think that's the truth but dude, yeah. it gets good though I, the first two seasons are special like they're so well done they're short though they're only six episodes apiece yeah I saw that for seasons I'll have to figure out when to watch them so, yeah, Lex won't want to watch the zombie <sighs> stuff probably She so was like in the other room working on costumes yeah I'm glad you started it though watched the first episode of the current season and it's amazing Shit's getting real, dude. Anyway, it's 110. Yeah, (laughs) 110. You can uh, tweet at us. I'm at Red is Awesome. R-E-T-T is Awesome. I'm at Ted Plane. Yep. Uh, You can... uh, I got to set up a Twitter for the show. Uh, You can email us for now at at com. Like us at Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast. And as always, you can call us at 657 3835 I guess that's it for Andy Bros. I'm Rhett. I'm Jason.